Yep, yep. Hen and Apple Juice Podcast. I appreciate y'all joining us. Uh, this episode is going to be a little different. Um, I guess as we were recording, we do ha- we had a studio audience, and they just kind of navigated. Uh, they kept coming closer um, with each conversation to the microphone. So, anyway, what ended up happening is I allowed them, as well as Father Angelou, to take the lead. And for them to kind of do their own thing. So uh, this episode is a little different in the sense that Fire Angelou and I will be on for about the first uh, 15 to 17 minutes. And then Fire Angelou and her girls will kind of take over the helm uh, for the episode. Uh, nevertheless, man, as always, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, Hen and Apple Juice podcast. We got the launch parties. Uh, this Saturday, CIAA weekend uh, at Apostrophe Lounge and then at LaVie, uh March 5th. Uh, hope you all enjoy the show. This podcast is being brought to you by IDon'tDoClubs.com, founded in 2011 by Janice Jamila. I Don't Do Clubs is an online community that specializes in social experiences for black professionals. Again, IDon'tDoClubs.com. Indulge in a cup of fine Hennessy and apple juice and take heed to some real shit. Yep, yep, you're in the Hen and Apple Juice podcast. I go by the name of that boy, DJ Ace Boom. I got my lovely co-host with me. Fire Angelou. What's good, people? What's happening? Hey man, I'm 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 feeling good. I'm a little tired, but we're gonna we're gonna press through. Um, I'm excited. First things first, let's give a major shout out to our, our studio audience. Uh, studio audience, make some. God damn, y'all ain't let me get that shit out. Right, they don't give a fuck. They're like, hey. Thirsty ass we niggas in this, in this bitch. bitch, man. Hey, man, we definitely appreciate y'all rocking out with us, man. We got a great show lined up. Uh, but first things first, I do just want to give another big shout out to at screenwrite her underscore and at damn right originals i think they are close to accomplishing uh their goal of three thousand dollars for the cream and coffee web series Absolutely. or is it coffee and cream coffee and cream mm-hmm. this is coffee and cream yeah okay yeah on, so the, that, on the instagram page on our page you yeah yeah like, i did i yeah, like okay. coffee and creamer yeah i was like this Nigga, man it's the Folgers same in the morning <laughs> it's the same motherfucking thing uh so big shout out to nakia stevens uh, at screen right her again if you haven't listened to episode 12 do yourself a favor go check that out find about find out a little bit more about their movement and make sure you donate uh and support everything that they are trying to do now before we get going uh fire angelou tell the people how they can follow us facebook the mm-hmm. hen and apple juice podcast twitter and instagram hen underscore apple juice fuck with us if you hear somebody interact with you or read somebody interacting with you, it's me because Ace Boom. Um, <laughs> Nigga, I'm getting there. All right. What yeah, about Twitter? Did you did you shout yeah, us I out on Twitter? Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, and Instagram. Underscore Apple Juice. Slide in our DMs. Say some shit. Slide in your DMs. Uh, while we're on the topic of sliding in the DMs, this is way off subject, but um, I link, never know where you're going when link you do shit like this. No, no, no. Okay. So four people, literally, I got them on my phone. Uh, somebody reached out to them on LinkedIn, and of course they're going to accept because LinkedIn, you're thinking business, yeah, I'm about to get a job. potential job opportunity. These niggas trying to go on a date and shit. That is on not LinkedIn. appropriate. Hey man, but as a nigga, you got to think. Okay, I got to I got to leverage every potential opportunity I can have. What? And as a nigga, why would you not want to look on LinkedIn for somebody who got some business about themselves and then message them that way? No, no, that's just my opinion. No, that's not if, okay. If, if I'm in these streets, you know, I don't want to always be on on IG looking for some hoes. It's some good quality hoes on LinkedIn with jobs and that that are professional. With careers. Taking your jargon, not that, you know, call women hoes, but as a hoe, okay, <laughs> for the sake of this conversation. That's why I fuck with you, man. I nigga. don't want somebody on my LinkedIn, if I see, you know, four people have looked at your page recently, I don't want one of those people to be trying to get at my box. There's places for that. Instagram. Look, all, all I'm saying Twitter. is, as, as, a, as a guy who's no longer in them streets, but if I was, I think I would be okay with leveraging every opportunity to come up on some ass. I and wonder what their response in, was. The women's response. I wonder. I got. What it was. I got one response. I think she tried to fluff on me 
Um, cause I know her. Yeah. So I think she entertained my man, but that's crazy. Hey, eh, get it how you live. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, that was totally off, off <laughs> subject, but that's the way this show is going to be today. Um, I guess we should start it off, man. This weekend is a very, man, very, very big weekend for us. And the- <laughs> did you hear that? No, I didn't. You didn't hear it? Was okay. it the, yeah, that, that yes. happened. Uh, very big weekend for the Hen and Apple Juice podcast. Of course, uh, it is definitely our 13th episode, but more importantly, we have our first launch party. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my dog, my motherfucking co-host, Fi Angelou, we're taking over Charlotte, uh, CIAA weekend. You can catch us at Apostrophe Lounge. You can really catch us every fucking where, but our official party. Our official party. February 27th at Apostrophe Lounge. Yeah, I'm so excited. Three to eight niggas going the fuck down. I'm so excited. I done bought liquor for the car ride. N- not that I'm drinking and driving. I'm just, I'm riding. Are y'all riding with us? or Nah. Okay, okay. But okay. I think we leave about the same time. We yeah. can coordinate these these transportation efforts. But I mean, it don't I'm make so me excited. Nah. I need some tires, so I may need to ride with y'all. Oh, shit. We're leaving at nine. We're getting there early. What'd you say? We're, nigga, early? we're going to the breakfast party. <laughs> we're going to the breakfast party, nigga. We that turned up. Getting in Charlotte. Like, what the fuck, everybody? We're leaving there at like nine because we dropping. We're going to go to the uh, to the nigga circus on Thursday. Okay. And then right after that, we're dropping my <laughs> daughter off. Universal Circus. The absolute worst circus. The, the elephant ran away, nigga. <laughs> you remember that shit when the elephant ran away? No, no. No. You remember that, though, right? I don't. Man. That shit was scared the fuck Google out of me. Google that shit. The the elephant running away from the universal circus. I'm so circus. afraid of animals being loose. The it's elephant like ran away fear. from the goddamn circus, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm, I'm Googling God. this right I now. I have no reason to lie about that. You don't, but... Google that shit. Elephant runs away from circus. And you see the little midget nigga chasing after his ass. You can call I'm them so, little people. I'm sorry. Speaking man. of little people, that ignorant ass show, Little People of Atlanta. I know we all oh, over the place. Yeah. Early right Hold on. Now. Did she get pregnant by Pastor Troy? I saw that. On the first episode I saw, they were saying she wasn't even really with him. And Damn, I was like, PT. is she lying about that? She pregnant by somebody. I don't know. All right, man. It's all good. I you had a good it. week? I see this uh, elephant. Oh, you see that shit, right? It says. <laughs> <laughs> Did I'm that not. shit not run away? Tell me, just say, just say, confirm my my truth, confirm my statement real quick. Exactly. It says the elephant was abused and that's why it ran away. This is some fuck shit. Just like some hoes, I don't nigga. believe this article. <laughs> I don't believe this. Hey. You're so disrespectful. That shit is true as a motherfucker, nigga. The, ele- the elephant had enough. He had to get out the I'm situation. not taking this shit. Or she had to get out I'm the going situation. Going to Barnum and Bailey. Or he had to, whatever. Yeah, we was trying to go to um the Barnum and Bailey, but they're only doing like two weeks in Atlanta. See? So as Look opposed to like. giving you all the dates. They're going to be here like from March to fucking July. Man. They getting all the coins. I'll let you know how it is, though. Um, You had a good week this past week? I did have a good week. Um, Any week that I have to prepare for class is I, you know, I'm yeah. just reading books and for sure. that's it. So it was pretty good. I ain't got no complaints. Oh, I had the uh, pleasure of moderating a conversation on the state of hip hop with Nick Grant. I saw that. So Big that was shout out to dope. Nick. That was pretty dope. On everything, I got between 14 to 20 messages. About who is that? About who is that? That's good. About He's so who cool. is that? He's the, so the cool. Such a down to earth dude. On that on that class act. So uh so big shout out to Nick Grant. Uh, make sure you follow his SoundCloud. I think it's Nick Grant Music. Yeah. Or just Nick Grant. I had a very good week. Uh church was absolutely amazing. No. Damn, I hate you, Mister. And I hate I'm like cursing um in reverence damn um, it's not a cuss word to church who made these cuss words up? all right well fuck it fuck name. it was awesome church is fucking awesome you said it i did yeah but true. church was absolutely great uh also man we've been doing some house hunting uh so that's always fun we well, got looking at smyrna right yeah shout out to our followers everywhere in the world who don't know where the fuck we be talking about when we only reference atlanta stuff yeah that's true because as we mentioned we do have followers we, they don't of, know um, it we talked about it on the best episode ever and we never mentioned it again. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll probably swing back to that um, at some point today. Cool. This this is also a great week uh, because it's my birthday week. Oh, it's nigga, I turned it thirty. Is. Drop a motherfucking bomb, oh, nigga. Goddamn self. Yes. Hey, nigga, I turned thirty-one this week. Am I supposed week. to buy you a gift? I mean, you should. I probably won't get nothing but a goddamn. Oh, now I feel bad. Now I gotta buy you something. 
flip a gram shot out on instagram and some head nigga <laughs> you know, i ain't getting much of shit you know that shit is piss poor as fuck <laughs> i'll probably get a goddamn flip a gram oh my baby time. i love time. him <laughs> you gotta collect those old pictures nigga, crop them shit. i'm sure that's what i get uh, some pictures of me I and hope pd she does something to blow your mind <laughs> oh hey i hope she suck your dick from the back or hey some nigga shit. i'm telling you it, and i bet you the flippogram will be a part of it i'm not mad at the flippogram but it is what it is Nah, when you say <laughs> shit like i ain't gonna get nothing but a goddamn flippogram and some head hey i mean a flippogram is, is cool i guess okay I'm not I'm not mad at it either way. I don't think um maybe three or four years ago she took me we went out to LA and she took me to a Lakers game. That's dope. I remember that. Yeah, that was a uh, how the fuck do you top that? That was a great vacation. But then high. the year before that, we went to San Francisco. This year you're going to Charlotte. I was already going to Charlotte. Yeah, no, I know. I tried to what I mean? you try help that. your wife out. I'll but. get that flippogram, B. <laughs> That's what's up. Was it about twelve pitches, point seven seconds each, or some shit yeah, like that? That takes time. She got to pick the right song. I guess man. you don't give a fuck. I don't, man. <laughs> um, so we got a good show packed today. Uh, small business shout out, listener topic of the week, social media shout out, the gay corner, of course, that blue cheese mix. Um, I want to just start the show with this something that happened. I guess I could have talked about it during my weekly recap, but um, you heard that shit about the Uber killed four people man that's crazy isn't that scary and then right after the news came out i probably got in the dirtiest uber of my entire life what the fuck and it was just did uh, you rate them like one star yeah and then i didn't know uber would reach out to you i did not know that I yeah never they, gave they emailed me and then and then called me because i was like car was absolutely disgusting but um bad promotion for uber good promotion it's for bad. lyft uh, I think I even downloaded uh, Lyft just to... Uh, Lyft is the one with the mustache? Yeah. Okay. I've never taken them. Because I feel like Uber is the one, but now I don't want to be fucking that shit's scary, part of man. a mass murdering scheme. And I've taken an Uber by myself before, and I was like scared as fuck. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm leaving a club thinking that one of my friends are going to jump in with me. And like, all right, bitch, see you later. And I'm so like, you take an Uber solo? Yeah. It's so scary. It's so scary. But I'm like talking to the guy, like nervous chatting, like, hey, so where are you from you know or whatever but one time i got into an uber and this shit was so dusty i didn't i've never been in a dusty car but i have literally nigga, no you should have been in this uber nigga. terminal allergies like i could die from that shit so mm-hmm. i'm in this car and it just feels like dust in this bitch so i said hey sir you mind if i like roll the window down and he was like oh i can turn the air up and i'm like no <laughs> that's not the issue but of course i'm super passive so i was like okay so i'm in that bitch dying i got home i had to take my asthma if i would have had like a i know you had asthma yeah i have asthma and allergies so i Damn, was like nigga. yeah it's bad can't even breathe yeah dude. my allergies fucking trigger my asthma i could die it's just bad I'm sweating in this bitch yeah it's that what's in this goddamn liquor nigga i was trying to <laughs> it's just him sip this motherfucker see are you the, hot did it turn on the, the fan see what the hell you uh, sweat like a bitch so hey so let's check this out um we're gonna start the show off with listener topic of the weekend we got a great oh, yeah. topic from my dog and maybe we can get some of the studio audience to comment as well i told you we should have shut up that mic maybe um, they can jump on mine sure that's what he said Wow. Thank you. All right. So this is, uh, I'm going to read this directly. Um, and as always, every week you can get at us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of the above. Yep. Yep. So this is, uh, this is from my man, Josh Barker, my former roommate. Shout out to Josh. I hear a lot of people, especially women, talk about they would rather be alone than settle for less. However, these same women, and men included remain single for a long period of time. So my question is, how do you know when you're settling? And what's the difference between settling and supporting slash assisting? That last clause fucked me up. I didn't get it. Like, I didn't understand the supporting assisting part because I'm like, I get the settling, but I don't understand what he means by supporting and assisting. I think in a, in after, after a while, you probably think, shit, nigga. At this point, it may not get better than this. She look out for me. Oh. He look out for me. Uh, that point. Gotcha. Okay. Like you fucking with Charlotte or you fucking with my man and um, 
everything's going good, but that ain't really that ain't really your speed of what you what you trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But after a Ooh, while, so it's relevant. It's almost like what? No, 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 not oh, for my okay. relationship. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. But after a while, it's almost like you know what? I didn't got comfortable. Right. Why? Why the fuck not? Uh, why the fuck not stay? So, mm-hmm. um, for me, I think I was dating someone for I was dating my wife for a long period of time uh, before I committed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I settled though. I I wouldn't say I settled, especially now at this point. Right. Um, but at some <laughs> point. I hope you did. Yeah, me either. You but also said in the previous episode that she was your soulmate, so that can't be. Yeah, soulmate. yeah, because I mean, that's that's it, it intertwines. But so at, at some point, I came to the realization, like, okay, fuck it. You know, let's 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 really look at what's going on here and what I got, mm-hmm. um, and what I'm trying to accomplish within my life. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually it's okay. You know, I'm doing all of this. Why not fully commit? So I don't think uh, I don't think I settled. I think I looked at the pros and cons of the situation and realized that someone could could kind of have my back. But right. going back to Josh's point, I mean, that's a long term thing before you actually uh, kind of commit. Mm-hmm. Now, you said you had an example um, and I, I'm sure you're not referencing yourself, but um, unless you are. No, okay. no, that's just never been my experience i've never been one to be tied to some shit that i didn't want to do so like i have a friend that is currently i'm not gonna mention their shit because they're still in it i have a friend that's currently in a relationship and the person isn't necessarily doing anything wrong Mm -hmm. she just knows it's not the person she wants to be with long term and so i'm like well you've made it very public that you want to get married and you want to have kids so why be with this person who is not who you see yourself being with if you don't want to be with them long term, especially if you're looking for that long term commitment, if you're just out here casually dating, I get it. But if you want to be married, then why block yourself from the person you are supposed to be? Shit, with? sometimes you don't have a reason to break up. Well, her reason is that she's not really that happy. This person is just doing for now. It's like a placeholder. Oh, so she, so you'd rather have a placeholder than kind of fulfill happiness? That, that, and that is my point to her. But in my experience, like with settling all that stuff like in every relationship whoever i've dated i've always had deal breakers and i'm like there's certain shit that i just can't tolerate in a relationship anything else you know you may have purposes like oh Mm -hmm. i want this person to look like this i want this person to have this kind of job but other stuff you can waver on but some shit is non-negotiable like for me hardcore drug use cocaine and meth and all that shit i mean you're going to the extreme no that's not the extreme i've dated someone in the past who've had who hung out with friends who cocaine and shit come on that's that's to the extreme it's not the extreme i I get what you're saying but it's not i think we need to normalize the variables a little bit okay well nobody wants to date an extreme drug user we got to normalize the variables b i think you're going i think you're jumping out the window for no reason to that point my stuff isn't i don't have rigid like this person has to have this some stuff i'm flexible on but i've never been the one to be in a relationship if i just if it didn't feel right i just end it but i ain't this is my the relationship i'm in so you never hung on to a dead relationship no Mm-mm. I've only one. I've only been in three relationships. I know you say that <laughs> shit, but I've really only been in three relationships. Nigga, me too. Don't discredit my word. Mm, okay. What are you talking about? I mean, I just know a four, <laughs> so it's like no relationships. Okay, moving on. I've only been in three <laughs> relationships, and I've never stayed in them if I felt like this wasn't the one. Like if it wasn't something I, if they were doing something I wasn't happy with, I've never been one to just to linger on because I'm like, what is the point? This is a waste of time at this point. So you've never been in a relationship. You never held on to something that was quote unquote dead because of the convenience of the situation. Mm, only I can liken that too is friendships. I've held on to dead friendships that were just like, why the fuck are we friends? You know what I mean? And that's a relationship, but not like a intimate sure. physical relationship. And it is nothing negative that either party did. You just kind of hanging on. Right. I'm just like, I'm not getting as much from this as I feel like you're getting. Like I'm giving you a lot, but you just kind of here and I'm kind of cool on that. But people settle all the time. Like, I know people that, like, are ready to be married, and they just be like, well, fuck. And they be like, she can't cook like a guy. She can't cook. She don't really want kids. But uh, I don't know. The head's good. She got my back. She take, she fucked me good. Right. I mean, that that in some instances, that could be worth sticking around, I, I, I guess you could say. 
Uh, I got a good friend of mine who was ready to have kids. Mm -hmm. Ready, regardless of the situation. And she did just that. She got a decent nigga um, and they had a child. And they together still? No, they obviously aren't together. But that was never her concern. Um, She was just, okay, this seems like a good guy. Uh, Let's make it happen. I don't want to be old and have kids, so... Our thing was to to have kids. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily settling, but I don't know because I've had I've had another friend that was in a relationship, and she's like, he's not doing anything wrong. He's just not. That's what I was getting at, and I think that's what he's referring to in yeah. the supporting slash like, assistant. I talked to some. I don't know. I hate to give people advice, but people come to me on. Well, this. well, put it. Let's let's do it like this. If say you all are living together, yeah, nothing's bad happening. And it also helps on the cash flow. I think you'll stretch that situation out a little bit more. And if you especially because you believe everybody's cheating. Well, that's a segue. <laughs> so you, so you're thing. getting you're getting the best of both worlds. I just, I just nothing about my life. Anyone that knows me, nothing about my life says if I'm not happy in that moment that I'm going to stay in it. I don't do shit like that. Like I just live my life in a way that says I want to be happy. If it's not making me happy, fuck this shit. Life is too short to be with someone and have a mediocre ass relationship. That's just my thing. If I'm just, if it's just okay, nothing's wrong. What what brings the mediocrity to the relationship? Like if it's just, I don't know. It would depend on that relationship. But if it's just a thing where it's like nothing's wrong. But you're not like excited, like how you say your wife got the shower. You want to fuck every time. Every time I see her, I want to. fuck. Your wife got the shower, and you just get like a limp dick, and you like she all right. You know what I mean? you don't deserve that shit. Life is too short. You should right. get. You should be with someone who you got to shower. You be like dick on hard, and she gonna give me some head, and she know how to raise my daughter. Everyone deserves that happiness. Everyone. I just don't understand people who don't live that way. I- Look at this one. <laughs> this <laughs> This is the Hen and Apple Juice Podcast. All right. So we're going to begin this this segment. We're switching it up a little bit, people. Okay. We got four or five ladies on the mic. Uh, we'll start by letting y'all introduce. I'm Faya Angelou. Of course, you should recognize my voice. Go ahead, ladies. Hi, everyone. It's St. Onyx. Killer. Jim Bunny. We got Jay Cuddy. Always. So... St. Onyx, you wanted to add something to the conversation about settling versus just fucking riding with somebody because, hey, they ain't did shit wrong yet. Go ahead. What you got? All right. So circling back, right? I think the convo earlier was, you know, people being single for a very long period of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to settle. Yep. I think settling is a real thing. That shit's real. Yeah. And personally... I've been single for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And maybe... What's a very uh, long time? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, you know, I would ha- it would take too much time to count. Like a, a year? Uh, it's been a few years. Okay. A few is always, what, three or more? So. Yeah. A okay. <laughs> Killer said a decade. So you... Like, obviously, like, you're like not three settling. three real relationships. Okay. All right. Then the older I get, the more I learn about myself. I think like my 20s and my later 20s were more like figuring out me mm-hmm. and kind of what I needed and what I wanted. And how old are you now? I'm as a woman. I'm 29. I'll be 30 at the end of this year. Okay. And I feel like the last two years, I've really became myself as this woman that I am today. Mm-hmm. Self-actualized person. All right. Ow. So um, the person I am today, I know what I want, what I don't want. When I date a man off bat, we can date maybe for a few times. Let's say three to five times dates i know if i want to proceed or this shit's a wrap what would make you say this shit's a wrap so for me i'm honestly at this point in time when i'm dating a man I'm looking for certain qualities um is he a protector is he a provider can he give me security and even by security i mean like for example i've been in situations with men where they don't make you feel secure in your positions in their life mm. i'm not here to compete with any woman what about his mama because oh, that's, that's a thing ladies y'all been with a mama's boy before i, I haven't dealt with the, a man i've dealt with a man that respected his mom and really loved her but i've never dealt with anyone who let his mom run the relationship gotcha i haven't had that experience either i had a guy on our first date have his mom go make me a red velvet cake the next day because he was a mama's boy but was it the fat pussy that did it or <laughs> no 
He never got my fat pussy, actually. Oh, well, shit. Okay. It'd be like All personality. Times. Hello. But no, so I just feel like, you know, for me, if I met a guy that I felt like couldn't be a provider, couldn't give me financial stability, and sidebar, I'm financially stable. However, I don't want a man that's on not financially stable. Mm-hmm. That's adding issues in my life. I don't need. That's real life. Anybody? You know? oh, go ahead. So um, go ahead. you wouldn't settle. So if a guy I said was made you feel secure and he was a provider, but maybe he had something else that was lacking, would well, you be like, sprinkle, I got to sprinkle some salt on that shit because okay. I don't like unseasoned chicken. Okay. You know what I mean? So who does other than white people? You'd be surprised. I, mean, some white I don't I know white people that no season the chicken. chicken. That was good. <laughs> should be bland as fuck. Okay. So add some spice to your, to your man. There has to be sexual chemistry. Okay. I'm not dating. No Is that n- a deal breaker? Yes. I ain't dating no nigga that we ain't got sexual chemistry. Nah, okay. It ain't happening. Sorry. We had a great first date, second date, third date. We fucked. The dick is whack. It's over. So then I, so then my question to you is, how much are you revealing to them when you first start having sex with them? Like, how honest are you with your partners if sexual chemistry is that important to you? Like, when you start out, are you giving them, hey, I like X, Y, and I want Z? you to choke it while you're hitting it from the back. I want yeah. you to choke me while you hit it from the back. Are you saying that? Nah, I, I ain't saying that type of stuff. Nah. I'm not. So then at what point? Killer saying you born. Killer saying you born. I ain't never had a nigga that. I I ain't never had anybody that said my shit was born. They always come back. Okay. (laughs) Got that come back. Crack, crack, that come back. Hey. Hello. Hello. I'm the total opposite. I have most definitely uh, thought with my vagina first. Mm Mm-hmm. That means she fucking everybody. I don't know. Is that... at fucking is important. (laughs) Sexual chemistry is important, people. Important, but in, in the realms of settling, I have been fucked up over sex mm-hmm. and settled. Hmm. I've done that. That's why you don't fuck first. I, I, I'm gonna just throw that out there. What's fucking first? Like on the first date? No, I've never fucked on the first. No, date. I think as women, I, I think as women, we're emotional beings. Mm-hmm. So you start having sex with a guy and it's good emotionally. You fucked up. You, you might get like, digmatized. You get a dick, dick. Yeah, hello. That's true. Mm-hmm. You don't I don't agree? know. I don't agree. I think there is potential for that when you aren't the kind of person that really are, are you can't provide that for yourself on a consistent basis like I've, I've run across women our age that have never had an orgasm and have no clue how to do it jesus like not one bit of a clue that really never i know someone like that too though explore what no, they're I into don't. and what they're interested in so the first piece of good dick they get they're like, oh, shit, I got to drop everything for this nigga. This is the one. He is praising my vagina like I've never seen before. And it's mediocre at best to someone else. Well, sexual chemistry, I just want to say this. Sexual chemistry is not a just about the concept of just fucking. It goes along with intimacy, too, right? But you, how you, you cannot provide, you cannot date, provide intimacy for yourself. The fuck? You can't. <laughs> I, I think she's right. You can't. You I can't think intimacy is something you share with somebody. Yeah, you can get off. I can have great orgasms alone. However, that intimacy. Do you have great orgasms alone? I do. Birth you have to. Everyone you should. Single? Been single yeah, you all right. <laughs> however, <laughs> somebody got to be playing that fiddle. <laughs> playing the fiddle. Somebody got to be. However, playing that I keep my sex drive like really even right now, so I'm good. But How do you control your sex drive? Birth control. Oh, that'll do it. Goddamn chemicals. Yeah. I don't know how to fuck her whale, cause goddamn. Jesus. I'm just saying. I do think intimacy is something different. And I think that just because you fucking somebody don't mean that you guys have that intimacy value either. So intimacy no. is something that you cannot like you have to have it in a relationship. What else is a deal breaker? And you say, you know what, you got everything else, but this is here and I ain't I ain't with that shit. You this so you say d- intimacy is essential in a relationship intimacy is based in large part off trust correct so if yeah. your power dynamic in your relationship is skewed to the point where you don't have trust in this individual how can you have intimacy with somebody you can't fucking trust mm. which means they shouldn't dignitize you and you trust love one another to the point where you're making love and having an intimate interaction where i'm at in life i just want to throw this out out there where i'm at in life today that's not happening where i was at you know in my early 20s oh i got digmatized 
couple of times. He had it, Trish. But it's because the, like the, the, the best sex you have is because the power structure is gone. You live what and you What power learn. structure? The power structure. There's like something to that, that. There's something exhilarating about that chase. If you don't really know what the fuck he has going on 100% of the time, nah. mm-hmm. like the, the secrecy, the rendezvous, all the, there's a little bit to that. It's a little hot. Like I will, I will never forget. There was this time in life. I was trying to do right, and that Jeezy album had just came out. That had uh, what's that song? Oh, she said about. she ain't no good, but it feels like that one. And right after it was all we do is smoke and fuck. And Ooh. I swear I used to take the shame rides, and one track would be on on the way there, one track would be on on the way home, and I would be looking like God damn, I got to change the again. city and get a better life. You got to change yeah. your life at that. You got to change your life at that, that point. I had to change my life, and, it's, and part of that was because I had no clue what was going on in this situation. It was all over the place. It was completely fucking unhealthy, but it. Was was fun as hell and that was like some of the best sex i've had i know but you kind of lost me with that whole power struggle and like not knowing what a guy is doing i'm not there right now i'm not there but i think that like that whole power for me right i'm heterosexual let me just throw that out so you say and i think for me (laughs) y'all didn't hear that little tidbit of shade that dynamics of a man and woman to me i don't know how that works in a lesbian relationship but there's something about a man that is more masculine and more, you know, powerful. You know, not to go into gender roles, but I mean, no, nah, that's what you, you like. Know? But those roles can be there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not ever trying. I am an advocate for people trying shit, but I ain't gonna try to, you know, whatever. Their po- those power roles, She's those trying to give me while I'm down, y'all. Gender role no dynamic. She's trying to bring me over to the dark side. <laughs> is it the dark side or is it the light? Because you ain't never gonna fuck with a girl and not get an orgasm. Like, that's not going to happen. But there are people who are fucking men out here who just doing it because you like the way you like, you like him, you love him, but you ain't really nut. That ain't ever going to happen. Fucking with a woman. Cause it's just, I don't, I think every time that I fucked a woman, I've come multiple times in multiple ways, clitoral and vaginal. So I don't, I don't, I don't know hey, about bro, that. That's life. some deep shit. I ain't never tried it. I don't think I'm interested. I mean, you you can try. You ain't got to tell nobody. But I mean, shit, do your thing. Do your thing. But no, so we are talking about settling. But we're also, aside from settling, like people have been in relationships. And we mentioned this before. We had this off, off to the side conversation. There are some people in a relationship or not. You like, you know what? They could get it right now relationship or not we talked about celebrities before and mm-hmm. saying Alex, who is the person if you were in a committed relationship you would be like hey if he hit you up and was like hey let's get it you'd be like on demand bust that fat nice. pussy wide open nice, nice. yeah not nice so i actually got to see him um in concert last week was it in mm-hmm. new jersey yep him and maxwell had a concert they did two shows i caught the one oh they're jersey. friends maxwell's so fine are they mm-hmm. yeah they're I friends think he's a little Nah, I think he just came out as like yeah. sexually fluid. Yeah, I say yeah, yeah. I, he admitted to his fluidity, and y'all all fluid. fluid. Yeah, everybody's fluid, man. You, I think that that's a cop out. I just me. told you that I nut every time, and you had like a twinkle of intrigue in your eye. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did not. You know, sexuality is a sliding. Who doesn't scale? want to come yeah, multiple times? Sections. Sexuality is a sliding scale. I feel yeah. like that's some shit. That's you a philosophy. Today and then tomorrow, you change your mind. Allegedly, I get on the never, bike. Let me tell you something. Okay. For the women in the room, not I, I don't know how le- the lesbian women feel about this. But. Every time she says lesbian, y'all can't see that she got like stiff arm me. It's like a <laughs> she Heisman Heisman that whole She like I don't know about you lesbians over there. Dab on that hoe. No, <laughs> I, I just feel like you know I cannot be with a man that was gay is gay is bisexual. Say that again because nobody I heard. Cannot it you be went with a man that is gay was gay is bisexual experimented in college like i'm good on that i don't i think that men sometimes get the shorter end of the stick like as as women you can be a lesbian today get married tomorrow and have four children live happily ever after as a man you can't do that shit i said that on the gay corner one time i I feel like if i were to date a man and he told me that maybe once or twice he fucked another man in the ass i'd just be like I just don't know what I can do from here. And I'm working on it because I recognize that that's just a hypocritical statement for me to make. Absolutely. But um, it's how I feel right now. When it comes to women and men. um, It ain't right, though. Gay men, if you're out there, we need a gay man on the show. Okay? If there's a gay man, out gay man, because I can 
Okay. But I need an out gay man to come on the show. Ace Boom said he had somebody. I do, man. He ain't fell through the trap yet, so. Mm. But that's just my thing. I think that I just, I couldn't do it, right? Yeah. Um, so I understand that sexual fluid. So we're talking about settling. What if the man had everything you wanted? He was a provider. He was a protector, security, all that stuff. But he opens up and shares with you that I let a man suck my dick four times in undergrad. Wait, Paul. So you know, like Mr. C, who's the DJ in New York, he was letting the tranny suck his dick for a very long time in new york like he was driving by he had regulars and shit he got caught like three times denied it then the like the third time the nigga had to come out and be like all right i ain't never happening. fucked the nigga but i do let tranny suck my dick it's just my thing i don't know if trannies is okay to say why i and wish i knew better it- <laughs> go ahead go ahead Censorship. I just don't want you to be offending somebody. It's all about respect. We have listeners in New York. I want to apologize. I want to apologize if I offended anybody. If you didn't know, you didn't mean to be an asshole. If you don't know, you don't know. It's okay. You know, I love Amaya Scott. She's a transgender woman. Yeah, she's cute. And she's beautiful to me. You know, she did it it well. You got to get them young. You can't be like Bruce. Bruce came out okay. <laughs> Bruce is 68, no, right? Bruce, right. Caitlin is a nice-looking older yeah. woman. <laughs> you put it next to his ex-wife. And at, the end, and at the end of the day, I don't know if it's about the look. I think it's more about feeling comfortable and, like, you've righted who you are with the universe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't... Every What do I know? Every person that transitions isn't going to be a gorgeous woman or... I mean, everybody can't If you can't start at 16, her. you will be. We're not all ne- learning. Not necessarily. We're all learning. Not but, necessarily. So, while you're talking, Jim Bunner... I heard oh, about your uh, multiple personalities in the boudoir. <laughs> okay, you like, let's talk about it. Who did you hear that from? St. <laughs> Onyx and Killer. Ooh. Killer ain't been on this mic for real. She, right. she over there she hiding. She always over there lurking. She'll set you up. But she she on social media. Yeah, I feel that, you know, that's. So tell us what it is, though. So you adopt different, like, personas. Well, yeah, I. When I, I went to a fine arts high school, okay. and my major was dance and drama. You better utilize these skills. And I just sometimes will, will, you know, go into a character. I feel like every day, Jim Bunny's not trying to bust it open. But, you know, on Trailer Park Tuesday, Mandy might bust it open. Can we meet, can we meet one of your personalities? Because I just yes, want to say that Jim Bunny sounds like an X-rated porno star name. I want to so meet really Trailer Park Timmy. And meeting one of your personalities. Can we meet her on air tonight, please? <laughs> I mean, there's, I don't, yeah, okay. There's, there, I mean, it just kind of, it, it just kind of goes with the moment. Like it just, you, you have to kind of go with what's right. I will give you an example. Mm-hmm. There was this one night I wasn't really feeling it. I was getting to it. Stay, stay in the mic. And I just felt like, you know, maybe I need to tap out and bring in Slutty Ashley from the bar. Okay. Let's talk to Slutty Ashley. And Slutty Ashley from the bar tapped in. Uh-huh. And she was like, o- I got you. And took over. Now, that worked out well, you know. Kudos to Slutty Ashley. I took Slutty Ashley a bit too far. Okay. <laughs> and it, it was it was it got weird for a little bit. So, you know, Slutty Ashley, you know, in in that persona is a, a white woman. Mm-hmm. And you know, Slutty Ashley was, you know, let me see if I can do Slutty Ashley. Mm-hmm. Slutty there. Ashley is kind of like in this in the, like in this vocal range here. Okay. And she's like had a lot of drinks, and I really don't know. And where the fuck is my boyfriend? Like, that's where Slutty Ashley is. And Slutty Ashley <laughs> loves everything. But she's really loud because she's having some inner ear issues because she drank too much at the club. And she's really scared you're going to call her an Uber and not let her stay over. And I don't want to just be that girl to you because I don't do this with everybody. Slutty Ashley's got a lot of emotional issues. So she's and willing baggage. to please. She yes. does a lot. She's I can see. Slutty Ashley does a lot. Slutty Ashley yeah. sucks to come, swallows it, and keeps sucking. And spits it back up a little oh, bit. Fuck. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Slutty Ashley has no self esteem. Like, she's just trying to not get that Uber called at the end of the night. Slutty fuck. Ashley just wants to make it to eggs in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's trying to stay over. She'll mm. do whatever it takes. My, my, my. <laughs> okay. You, so. you asked. 
No, I did. I'm sorry. I didn't know she was going to spit it Was that like your up. most extreme personality or is she like somewhere in the middle? Slutty Ashley is kind of, I wouldn't even say Slutty Ashley is the middle. Um, there, there are personalities that, and it's not necessarily always me, you know, there are moments where, you know, people will ask for certain things and what's your most requested Damn, you make a style like a stripper. No, she's gonna be like, I'm thinking she sounds schizophrenic. Could you call Slutty Ashley into us with that? Slutty is in a relationship. I just want to throw that out there, okay? So it's not like she's. That's true. It's not like she's out here meeting guys in the bar and really. Absolutely. Slutty Ashley. A lot of these characters developed with one lot. Not all. But don't we all have like another personality that we adopt? I don't name mine, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think it can be a little bit boring like normal jennifer has worked all day she got this ponytail on you know she's not here for some craziness every single night hmm. and that's where you know you dig deep and you pull out another personality you throw on some heels on a wednesday yeah, so i think mine ranges from like level of aggressiveness and passiveness like i have moments where i want to be submissive and then i have a lot of moments where i want to be the aggressor mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's i don't do the different tones I, i'm not there yet but you know i think i have some things i could learn and the, i mean the voices aren't for everybody i just feel like people should be more open well when i'm know? turned on i'm more aggressive period i'm pretty sure i'm more aggressive in the bedroom than most people would think see because I, it's just that's why i never like to get let people get me to that point because that's when i that's when my numbers get up because once i'm to that point ain't no stopping like i'm like i don't even want to fuck you but i want to fuck somebody and you here so shit let's go that's how my number i just don't like to get to that point because there's no reeling it back for me there's no it's like oh shit we here but i feel like that's why you you bring that i don't bring that out for everybody that's in the confines of like i used to bring it out it's just, it's, my numbers it's are still moderate people, like to, to the point of you know me asking Eb, like how much talk about numbers I'm how sorry. much are you showing another person right. like you can't on day one be like so i'm really into skiing i'm working on my masters and i like for you to walk me around in a leash and spit in my mouth like you can't say that shit why the fuck oh my god <laughs> why the fuck would you say that on the first so but no they talked really? about that that's on real. um on angela Yee's uh podcast no, they talked you would, about you never say that but oh. that's like if that's what you like i'm not saying necessarily that's no. what i like no but i'm saying if that's what you enjoy so i have a friend actually when she's does that here. come out i have a friend she's here and she doesn't believe that you should even ask somebody what they do on the first date what you mean what they do? Like for a living? Yeah. She thinks that that's like a jaded question. It's a loaded question. You're trying to figure out kind of sort of what the person does, what's their salary range, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't believe that. <clears throat> for me, like, I'm really passionate about what I do. Yeah. I like work. I enjoy it. It challenges me. It can give me a heart on at times. Like I fucking love work sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I hate it. But I like what I do. So I think that's a fair question. I can talk about it, you know? So I don't necessarily agree with that, but... Let's talk about it, Killer. I think she's alluding to you. Anytime anybody asks me that question, I always tell them I'm a drug dealer anyway. Okay. Like, straight up. (laughs) Because the reason why I feel like people ask that question is because you're trying to combine the two incomes and try to figure out, are we suitable or not? Hmm. Like, at the end of the day, are you looking for me to do something for you? Are you trying to do something for me? What are you bringing to the table? Okay. So, if I'm not on the other end of the spectrum trying to add or equate our lifestyles and make them together, because first of all, I don't even know if I fucking like you yet. Number one. Number Mm -hmm. one. Number two, what my income got to do with anything? Mm -hmm. Like, I can sustain a lifestyle for myself. What can you do for you? And I just feel like in this society and where we are right now, people are always trying to look at other people as a come up. I'm not your fucking come up. Mm -hmm. You know, if you already driving a motherfucking uh, Kia, you're not about to get a Mercedes off my ass. (laughs) And that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel about it. That's interesting. So what would be an acceptable question? Would it be like, so like, What'd you go to school for or what's your passion or like, like uh, as far as on a first date, I feel like there's other more complex questions you can ask somebody to other than what, what do you do for a living? What mm-hmm. is, you know, what is your family like? Or this, that, and the third, I've only been dating for mm, two years now. Yeah. So I, I'm new to this whole world, but I just found it commonplace that people immediately go into what do you do for a living? Yeah. I sell drugs, nigga. What the fuck you going to answer to that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I move keys. Call me the piano woman, okay? I can't deal with you. I can't. I cannot. I don't know. I never so thought about that. So what, so, so what are fair questions to first ask date on questions. a first date? 
first eight questions to me are, um, I don't, I'm athletic. Clearly, I have an athletic build. So, um, what are your sports teams? What do you like to do? <laughs> she killed me with this athletic build. Yo, she killed me with she this killed me with this athletic build. Bunny's so fucking disrespectful because she said, clearly, I have an athletic build. Y'all two niggas fucking in a motherfucker. And Jim Bunny said, Jim Bunny chuckled. I tried to ignore that shit, and I didn't even want to look at her, but... You do, but that's like me being like, clearly I eat little Debbie's. Like, clearly, look at me. You see this? If you suck down the Twinkie uh, insides, that's on you. Somebody <laughs> do it? Is it Slutty Ashley? <laughs> she be Slutty, slutty Ashley did that. Twinkie. Hey, it my God. Like, it's good practice. Kept the Twinkie hollow. Back that to these first date right? questions, though. Yeah. First date questions. Impressive. Oppressive. Uh, or both. Sometimes, sometimes. Slutty actually might tie your ass up. Hey, she already said beat you. Spin the mouth and choked on a leash and shit. My, my, my. That was an example. That was. She ain't mentioned the cutting do. situation. What is okay? So what is the know. cutting situation? I just have to know. This shit has been mentioned like a few times. Is it like some extreme? And I feel like I'm out of the masochistic it's, type shit. It, I like hot wax. Isn't it bomb? Yeah, yeah. yeah I love it. I like that too. Hot wax is kind of. Yeah, that's it. That's the move. But I ain't nobody finna cut me. That's so the, tell us about the cutting. If, if you got to see blood while we fucking, you with the wrong one. Is it literally cutting, or <laughs> is it like it. a metaphor for something else? No, there was there was a person that I dealt with in my past, early twenties, and he was just really you do some fucked up shit in your early twenties. You do some really what. fucked up shit in your early twenties, and he was just very interested in, I guess, seeing what my boundaries were with certain stuff. Because he just took me to be, like, the freakiest person he'd ever dealt with ever. Which I didn't feel like was the case at that point in my life. But I was, you know, okay, cool. Um, and so one day, he asked me to cut him. Like, not, there was more to it. What? You know, like, you know, we, there were other things around it. But we were in the kitchen. Cut him where? <laughs> <laughs> this is when we need a damn Facebook Live. Because my, what? We were in the kitchen. And... I don't, I, I don't necessarily, we had the knife for a different reason. What reason? What reason I, is, oh, like hold it to his throat? Like, no, were you scared the shit out of him? No, I, he was sex? cutting some cable ties off my wrist. My God. And so, I just, then I was like, be careful, you're going to cut me. And he was like, that might be sexy. And I was like, you playing. Not at my wrist. No, no, because that's suicide. Right. <laughs> Hello. Right, that's how people oh, die. Right, he was like, he was like, your freaky ass might like that, and I was like, nah, I don't think so. I was like, your freaky ass might, and he was like, do it, and I was like, nah. He was like, but he, that's that was his personality. Like, I bet you won't, you know, da da da. And he was like, I bet you won't cut me, and I was like, okay, and I mm-hmm. cut it. He freaked out a little bit. How much blood? What what'd no, you do with like the a blood? Bit. It was like a like a little pierce. It wasn't bad. I didn't like oh, slash his throat. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see this if he bitch, really was about This that bitch life. is crazy. Okay. No, it really was not even like on some. I'm sex positive, stuff. so I appreciate anything you do to get your rocks off. It wasn't even. It wasn't even sexy to me. To I think bitch, it did something for him, though. It was not sexy to me at all. I found it quite strange. But no, your willingness to do it says a lot about you. So yeah. I, I'm not judging. Yeah. I'm sex positive, so whatever it takes for you. Yeah, but it was it's, it stands out what as is, like what one of the most sex positive. Sex positive is someone who's open to all <laughs> types of sexual experiences, like however that no judgment well, associated that's sexually with it. Fluid as well. Then no, it, I mean I was in a heterosexual situation. She wanted to she cut somebody. I'm but okay by, with that. By sex request, positive by request. Let's what make sure we know that by request. I don't just go. I've not cut anybody since, hey. and I don't advocate for cutting anybody. Especially if you don't know where you're cutting. And it was literally a flesh wound. It was not a deep gash. No stitches were needed. Allegedly. You didn't even need a bandage. So I'm interested. Blood. What's there the freakiest thing that y'all have done? Got somebody. That, that's it? That's, that's the thing? What about you, St. Ives? What's the freakiest thing you've done? By your own definition of freaky. Ooh, I don't know if cut something. Somebody is. I had sex on a slide of children's. <laughs> Park. I don't know if that's illegal. <laughs> okay, where's the weirdest place that I had sex? Yeah, let's go with let's that. Go there. Um, I'm almost embarrassed to say <laughs> I said at my house because everybody had sex at my house. <laughs> no, I never fucked at your house. My niggas always had a house. <laughs> <laughs> 
But where's the place? She said there was such judgment. My niggas had You know, um, in college, right, I went to Howard. There was this one guy at school that I had a relationship with off and on. And we, that was the only guy I ever had sex with at college. So I left Howard maybe like my, after my junior year, transferred to UGA. I went back for like homecoming or maybe one of my friends graduation. I don't even know. And he had like a lot of his niggas in his room. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So we couldn't fuck there. But, you know, it was kind of like we sure? both were Scorpios. I know people that have done that. They yeah. have just fucked in group nah, settings. I'm not, nah, I'm not really interested in, like, fucking. Uh, some, like, everyone sleeps. You're not, into, you're not into the group have thing? Have some self-respect, okay? I'm not fucking you while you're What personality was that, Jim Bunny? <laughs> you're not into the group thing? That was the chick off coming to America. Anyways, a long story short, we ended up fucking in the stairwell of the dorm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! What Reve- dorm? Let's talk about Re- Revelation. H U. What? What was it? What y'all got a dorm called? Like Harriet Tubman, Sojourner Truth. <laughs> nah, you it was right there. W E B the Bois. I say the Quad. I say the Truth Hall. Okay. So Shout out to Truth Hall. I know it. Fourth floor. Um. Then I moved on to the Meridian, which they're gonna turn into like some high rise condos now. Where did you fuck? I don't in know your residential. In the okay, towers. that sounds like some like American gangsters <laughs> project shit. I fucked Meet in me the on towers, the third floor stairwell. of the towers. Exactly, Let's make that shit yeah, happen. I'll already be I butt naked from bagging up. That. I don't think I, Jen. Mm-hmm. Where's the strangest place you fuck? Um, in a park in a neighborhood on a children's uh, slide, yellow slide. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta yellow? do. My shit yellow? is boring as fuck. I'm lame as fuck. I, I really don't know. Um, all of my shit has been in bed. Well, my mama's bed is where I lost my virginity. Well. But let's... But let's this and this I is from knowing this. people for forever. It's different if... My, my mother was is a minister at a church. That might surprise <laughs> some folks. And it wasn't even like you could bring a boy past the hallway. So... I used to skip school to fuck in school. Like, oh, wow. oh no. In what grade? All of that because I was like a a great uh, A old student. Were, how old were you when you started having sex? If you don't uh, sixteen. So this is junior and senior year. Oh, okay. So like I used to. No one ever suspected that I was skipping school. Like up for other reasons and other than I just didn't feel well because I was I got A's and shit. So they was like, you know, I could miss days of school and they'd be like, oh, she's just it's okay. Like there was one class I missed like sixty two times and I had to you know they showed that on your progress report my mom was like why are you missing school so much i was like i don't know mom she must not be seeing me went during the roll but i would dip out at like uh i think we were on quarter so like fourth grade and just be fourth uh fourth quarter nigga fourth, fourth quarter great yeah fourth Shit. quarter my bad and, it open with and dip out but the strange i don't know the strange place i've had sex was like cumberland mall parking garage cumberland okay. mall over yeah. by the macy's what? over by the sears over by the Costco. Wow. Yeah, by the Costco, but the parking garage over there, like, get you right in over by wow. the DSW. Yeah, in that parking garage. I will say this. Speaking of, like, being in high school and trying to get in high school, I, quite frankly, did not even know people were really getting in like that until I finally got wise to, like, one of my best friends who was busting it open. That you're pointing at right now? Point her out. Point and her I, out. I quite literally became extra motivated to get it in. Like, I will remember there was this summer. Peer pressure. That we were both dating two guys and they were friends. And I was trying to give my virginity away. I was like, here, you get a puss and you get a puss. And nobody was trying to I was to trying to it. give my shit because away, too. I was too. so sick of being a virgin. I had read Fly Girl by Omar Tyree. That book will fuck book you up. Fuck Fly you Girl up. and the coldest winner ever. ever. The coldest winner ever will really fuck you and up. I was like, I'm ready Eric to fuck. Jerome Dickey and, you know, Omar Tyree. You start thinking, like, I'm really missing I was ready to fuck here. years before I actually did fuck. Me, too. Then Zane came Like, my body was saying, hey... It's ready for right. penis. In fact, I am on an abstinence video talking about how church activity involvement prevents people. And you was from lying. Being, you was probably no, wet during that the video. I was truth at that time. But my, the, the lady called me back probably four weeks after I lost my virginity because I lost my virginity in the summertime. And she was like, your, your interview was so convincing. You did such a great job. I, I want to, you know, do another interview with you. And I was like, oh, on the same subject? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, same subject. And I was like... I'm really busy with school, so I don't think I could do it. And I was literally like, like, Lord, you knew. And I didn't do it again for like a year and a half. I did not, because I felt like God knew like that I had, had crazy. you know, tripped. And he was like out here like having people come ask me about it because he wanted me to have to be like, yeah, I did. I busted open. Interesting. Well, ladies, I think we 
have a have a nice place to end there. Yeah. You have any closing remarks? Don't cut anyone with knives, folks. That's it was an isolated Unless incident. I'm not advocating it. for it. Don't kill anybody. Like Google some stuff before you just start cutting people. But I think what we could take away from this is don't settle. You deserve to be happy. Mm-hmm. You deserve to have sexual chemistry with somebody, and you deserve to be pleased how you want to be pleased. And ladies, if you haven't had an orgasm, just stop robbing yourself. Give yourself an orgasm. Yeah. Nobody can please you until you learn how to please yourself. Hello. Amen. Yep, yep. It's been a great show, man. Big shout out to Fire Angelou, uh, Jen Bunny, St. Onyx, Killer, uh, Jay Cuddy um, for their discussion today on the podcast. As always, as always, man, we'll definitely appreciate y'all rocking with us every week. Um, we can't say enough. Um, we're very grateful uh, and humbled by the listens, shares, reposts, and positive feedback that we continue to receive. Uh, next week, we'll be back. Uh, we'll post uh, normally on Wednesday. I know this episode is a little late, but nevertheless, um, launch party this Saturday, Charlotte, North Carolina, CIAA weekend, apostrophe lounge. Uh, and then March 5th, we'll be in Atlanta at La V. So we appreciate y'all rocking out with us, man. We hope to see y'all. Uh, shoot us a text, follow us on social media. Uh, as always, thanks, thanks, thanks. Listen, post, reshare, repost, download, and enjoy. It's the blue cheese. <laughs> Now rockin' with the best. With DJ Ace Boo. DJ Ace Boo. Hey, mama don't need your shoe. I don't need no lip, just a whole lot of loving. Always trying to hate, but when I'm with they get a whole lot of loving. Finally, I can move how I want it. I need pick the tongue and I'm zoning. You got me, I got you, and it's all that I need when I wake in the morning. For hold on, for Oh
feet can't touch the ground, touch the ground, and it feels nice. I can see the sands on the horizon every time you are not around. I'm slowly drifting away, wave after wave, wave after wave. Boom. 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 Boom.